In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. So many incredible friends and family here tonight. It's such a beautiful thing. It's some people say, how do you speak before so many people all the time? If when there's love in the room, it's really easy if you want to know the truth. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. And it is a beautiful Monday. For some of us, we're getting rain, snow, uh, winds, tornadoes, and stuff like that. Airplanes into the power lines in Montgomery County. That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the Godfather of Conservative Radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey Jr. Well, thank you, Wayne and uh, Jason. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon on the East Coast of the United States of America, heading into the Christmas season. Christmas. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let me introduce our unofficial, official third member of the group, Mr. Jason Robinson. What's up, Jay? He got hey, hey, hey. Welcome back from Thanksgiving weekend, folks. Uh, are we ready to take the country back? We got all kinds of exciting stuff. We're ready. And before we even get started, ladies and gentlemen, we have to let you know, within a week or so, within a couple of weeks, there is a race still going on in Georgia. It's very important. Just I just can't give it up. And I know... I know some people, you know, I mean, but that's the way of politics. You get relaxed and you're like, okay, well, whatever. There's a race going on in Georgia right now. And I mean, I'm sure that Mitch McConnell doesn't want it, but um, it could make the Senate 50-50. So um, Herschel Walker is down there. And uh, actually, they started early voting. 160,000 votes were cast, 80,000 on Saturday. Really? So, yeah. It, and it's apparently Warnock has the edge when it comes to finances. I mean, Warnock got a lot more money than, than Herschel Walker. And that's partially due to Mitch McConnell and the Republican Party. It is. It is. And, and, and you know, when I saw um, the first day, the first day, not even 24 hours after they said that there was going to be a runoff, Warnock had $7 million in his pocket <laughs> from, the DN, from the Democratic Committee. FTX. 
Herschel Walker had three. Right. And and one of those three million was from Susan B. Anthony. If y'all don't want it, tell the American, tell Republican, tell MAGA you don't want it. You know what? Honestly, it might make it better. Just come out and say you don't want it. Yeah, because right now, playing games, you know. Because right now, what they've done is uh, just about nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I got to tell you guys, I, I was watching. I got one more episode left of Narcos Mexico, <laughs> and, and I was watching that thing, and I'm thinking their government's the same as ours. You saw right. the vote. Yeah, I'm watching this yeah. thing, and it's yeah. like, no, not the yeah. votes, but okay. well, maybe, I don't know. The, everything, everything. I mean, when I, when I look at Maricopa County, almost 300,000 votes disappear, and the government is trying to tell you that the independents broke for Katie Hobbs. You know, if, if we don't fix this, we're never going to win again. And they haven't done anything. Ronna McDaniel sat out there for a year and said, we're ready we got thousands of lawyers. We're ready to bite this in court. And two days after the election in Arizona, they left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you well, got. We can't keep taking that. Let's can't get the ground game going and let's get people voting early. Like why that's are they, the rules? You know. Why are they so? Fr- I don't know. This has been on me for a long, long ass time. Why are they so afraid of the ground game? Right. You know what I'm saying? They, they, are, they it, it seems like they are afraid of the ground game. They're afraid to get their hands dirty in the community. It's easy to send out those nasty emails begging for money. Uh, I mean, you know, just emails, 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 and then you get out in front, hey, we had a record uh, record piece of of, uh, uh, contributions. Okay, but you didn't do any outreach. You haven't haven't done anything out to, to even raise your optics of why you are better why people should be should be running to you you know i i mean whatever yeah the old uh, school the old school way is not going to work man no, especially as, maybe it worked a little bit when it was two wings of the same party pretending that they were against each other it worked then because everybody everybody in the politics won and we lost every time but now when you've got a maga aspect to it when you take it away from corporate, the corporate world and Wall Street, and you put it to Main Street, now everything in the country, every organization, every institution is against us. Everything. So you, if you stay out and, and don't have a ground game and don't actively go try to explain this to people, because yes. most people don't know. Nope. Most well, people can tell say. you more about freaking soccer. Then they yeah. can tell you about our electoral system. That's true. That is true. I saw over the weekend where they were talking. I don't know if you guys have ever talked about Scotty Pressler on your show. The resistance. He's kind of a neat story. He was a liberal and then he became conservative. We interviewed him. Oh, yeah. Okay. So in Florida, he did a ton. He did more than the Republicans himself to get Republicans voters Um to register and and all that and i saw people floating on the internet this weekend like why doesn't the rnc just hire scotty and just make him like that's how we're going to win 2024 he was great at mobilizing people and getting people out and uh like send him to georgia like how do we start a gofundme here's the thing jason and i hate to do this to you but (laughs) the rnc is not our friend well right the the rnc is a profit making business and they don't want to win right yeah if they yeah. wanted to win, we would have won. Yeah. 
They're they're, and, fight, they're fighting tooth and nail to keep Ronda Bromley in that position, and the people, all the GOPE people, are getting behind her because she she did exactly what she was supposed to do. Nothing. And this might be painful for some people out there. It might not. But the RNC has still hasn't uh, decided to include homosexuals. I'm just telling you. I'm just being. I'm just being real. We we got to look at this, and we got to we got to go back to thirty thousand feet, and, and, and you got to start. Look, man, this has been happening like forever. <laughs> you know, it's like no matter who's in charge, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is I remember during George W. Bush's second campaign, you know, the, the, he got authorization to build, a, they called it a fence at the time. It wasn't a wall. He had authorization and financing, funding, to build the fence, and he never built the fence. Right. right. And then John McCain came behind him and said, build the dang fence. Mm-hmm. And right after that, he brought out the uh, Gang of Eight Amnesty with Marco Rubio. You know, this this is something we got to quit. We got we're like a battered wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what we are right now, and I'm so tired of it. You know, I and, and people are getting bought off left and right. I and I'm going to say they this. Are, they, they and are I don't blame I don't blame you if you throw me off the show for saying this. No, but man, Breitbart's gone. They are gone. <laughs> Breitbart they is gone. Flash. So they is Fox News. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yeah. but Breitbart, I didn't. I mean, that that feels like my buddy stabbed me in the back. With Breitbart. I loved Breitbart. Look, I'm not, believe me, I am on the same boat that you are. I don't care whether it's a yacht. I don't care whether it's a tugboat. But I'm on the same boat that you are with Breitbart. Breitbart, look, Jason, and you probably saw me tweet this out. Jesus came and sat with um, um, criminals. And um, and um, uh, uh, he didn't come to sit with kings. He came to sit with criminals. And he came yep. to sit with uh those that were there um were out and and uh, uh just did bad things he came and sat with them he broke bread with them um nixon nixon went to uh uh let's see what was it about nixon nixon then well there were like a couple of various um things that i um uh came up with and they were like but y'all get mad with donald trump because Kanye West brought in somebody. Yeah, see, I, I, I don't to sit I don't down and eat. He set him up. Kanye West I is a jag he off. He's a jag off. He, he did that on purpose. Yeah, and Milo right. too. Milo yeah. was in on it too. I'm telling you what. Yeah, th- these people are getting 30, 30 ounces of silver, thirty pieces of silver. You know, because that whole thing with Breitbart that was the most ridiculous reporting I've ever seen in my life. Andrew yeah. Breitbart would be flipping over in his grave yeah. over that. You people ought to change the name. That well, makes Marlowe news. Well, that's what's ridiculous, though. Wayne touched on it. Who gives two shits if Donald Trump had lunch with somebody despicable? Right. The right. people that are paying Breitbart do. Right. But I mean, he's an American citizen. I know. He right. has a huge right. following. And he didn't he even know the guy. Better if you sit down and talk to folks, he didn't he even might know have Nick Fuentes. He was friends with Kanye West. He was like a mentor. I'm he saying, might even have if heard. he did, even if yeah. the story was true and Trump invited him to have dinner. And say, like, explain me your perspective. Like, I don't get it. That's right. not bad. We should right. encourage that. Right, right. But they made and, it out like he knew exactly who he was. Right. right. And that he knew he was sitting down with an anti-Sem, two anti-Semites. Yeah. And, and all this other stuff. And and Breitbart should have been the sober one. 
They right. should have been the one that said what you just said. Yeah. Right. And they didn't. They came out there and they left it on the freaking website for 26 hours as yep. the front pinned. I, ca- I got up the next day and saw it again. The same <laughs> headline. They never do that. But they did it for him and they, they put a, a, a beautiful piece out about the traitor Mike Pence. You know, I, I mean, this is this is a setup. It's so easy to see. I can't believe that you you people think that you're so brilliant over there, Marlo and, and the rest of you, and, yeah. and you put something so stupid that's so easy to see out yeah. there. I took you off my bookmarks. I used yeah. to go there every day. Yeah. You know what? That there there are there are a couple of websites I just won't visit. All I right. just won't visit. I, Me I mean, too. And, I started cleaning them up. I, yeah, I mean, it. it's like, I know what y'all are doing. I know what you're trying to do. And I know uh, and I know that y'all are enriching yourselves off of, eh, don't get, well, I mean, again, if y'all get mad with me, y'all are enriching yourselves off the ignorance of a lot of the readers. Yep. Because, I mean, yeah, look, I understand clickbait. I don't like clickbait, but I understand clickbait. And, so, you know, I mean, it, if that's what brings the people to see it, then that's what brings the people to see it. But when you start getting into the clickbait with an agenda to drive somebody to somebody else, then it's like, and and you're getting paid while you're doing it. Because now these um, politicians, organizations, or corporations are putting money into these websites. And the, Jason, you know more about this because, I mean, I've always had a problem with this. If these websites are run by millionaires, they have millionaire yeah. corporations and stuff. Millionaires, they already got money, but they're uh, but they are putting subscription uh, 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 scale paywalls and up and making people purchase that information, even though they can give it to them for free. You know, I, I mean, like, um, uh, I mean, I just to me that's greed. You know. That's why millionaires. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess well, so. And, and I think the big thing with all these websites is they're going to go where they like, they don't have any values. Like WayneDupree.com, you share stories. Go visit WayneDupree.com, by the way. Like, you share stories that fit your values, whether people like them or don't like them. But it's, hey, here's me. Here's what I feel is important. Here's what the value is. These big news organizations, they're driven, they're corporate entities that are driven by a profit motive. And when it's popular to like Trump, they'll like Trump. And when it's unpopular to like Trump, they'll like DeSantis or or whoever. And they're just going to follow the dollar and they have no moral compass because none of these are media. I mean, the biggest thing wrong with the country is there's no press. There is no media. It's all entertainment. And, And so Fox News or Breitbart... If Trump gets a nomination and everybody starts moving towards Trump, suddenly they'll fall back in love with Donald Trump again. Do you think that would happen to... Absolutely. Especially with the way that they're attacking him and stuff and going after him. Do you think that they would switch back? Or do you... Or do you think that they I'm would? I'm not going to let them switch back. I'm not going to let them switch back. I'm taking names. You can 100%. watch right now. You can, you can, I'll tell you a good thing that Breitbart is good for. You can go there right now and start filling out your enemies list. Right. Aza, Aza Hutchinson's in there saying, "Oh, he shouldn't do All that." Right. The guy that the, the new Trey Gowdy. Remember the yeah. guy Comer that came out. He's he's the new Trey Gowdy that's going to put the fake hearings 
on yeah. Joe Biden's family, that guy. Yep. He, he said the same damn thing. He's the enemy. Yeah, I'm telling right. you, these are corporate-paid people that are trying to force MAGA back under a rock. Think well, of it that way. Thing. Don't think about Trump. Think about us. Right. I kind of like when they target Trump, though, because the people that believe and support the MAGA movement know what Donald Trump's doing. Like, they don't fall for this stuff, you know? And we, like, every time they attack Donald Trump, frankly, it just pisses us off. It makes us want to vote for him even more. And Donald Trump had 71 million votes and that should have been enough to win the election if it wasn't for yeah. all the mail-in. So we energize the base. We get Donald Trump nominated again. People are going to fall in line and he'll be president. But the thing is, is what we have to do is we have to look back and we already did that once and it right. didn't work out very well because of people like Comer, because of people on our side that are not on our side. Right. And that's the people. That's why I said, before election day, we're going to beat the Democrats on November 8th and we're going to beat the GOP on November 9th. Because if we don't beat them in the submission, it's going to be the same thing. It's right. going to be an awesome dude at the top that's in hearings every day. You know, yeah. and, and he's not going to be allowed to make recess appointments when his own party, his own Senate told him he's not allowed. Like every, they let Barack Obama make him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, um, we were talking about the uh, the dinner, the um, the dinner situation. Um, actually, I talked to Nick. I talked to Nick Fuentes. Okay, um, when I when I I tell you both a quick personal story. Uh, when I left to get to go into the military, my whole eighteen years of existence was church. I mean, was home church. Home church, home church, home church. That's, I mean, that's it. Um, you know, I kind of make a joke. I went to church uh, 10 days out of seven. Okay. I know what I was taught. I know what was flowing through my veins. I know uh, we, we went out to the community and we witnessed the people. And, you know, I know what I was taught. When I got into the military and I start meeting different people that had different ideas and different ways that they worship and different ways that they talked about God and their, the, I mean, the person that they worship. I sat back there for a second and I, <laughs> this might piss somebody off. I sat back there for a second. I was like, it's arrogant of me to tell them that they're going to hell because they don't believe in what I believe. You know what I'm saying? It's like yep. for me to just walk up like, like if, um, like if you were a Buddhist, it's, I mean, for me to walk up to you when, you know, if you don't accept the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to hell. That's what, that might be what I believe, but the way that I, the way that I changed up things was, I'm going to tell you what I believe. You tell me what you believe. And then we agree to disagree or we agree. And then we go on about our way. Now, if you want to learn more about what I was talking about, then, you know, then we can have a little discussion and, you know, and whatnot. That's, that's the same, that's the same thing that I'm seeing when it comes to um, uh, what, what you were just talking about just a while ago, Jason, with the um, uh, God darn it, Jesus. I, with Nick Fuentes, Fuentes. And talking to people. Yeah, I talked to him. I talked to him. I understand what he is talking about. 
Now, do I agree with everything? No, I don't. Is he a bright young man? Yes. He also knows how to get his um, um, get his uh, name in the paper. He had five, he had <laughs> I touch Jason. I went to his YouTube one night. <laughs> I just sat there looking at people give this boy money. All right. <laughs> I couldn't believe, I mean, he was getting $100, $500, uh, 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 $200 at, at clicks. I'm like, holy Jesus. He said that uh, when the banks um, shut him down or they um, stopped him from me, he had um, nearly half a half a, half a a million dollars in the bank. I believe him. Yep. I believe him. But uh. <laughs> for, I mean, for us to say that, uh, for us to attack him, look, if if he wants to believe in that, let him believe in that. If he finds himself wrong, he'll change. If not, that's on him. Welcome to America. Yeah, I mean, that is America, right? Well, it's interesting, too, to sh share a story of myself. So I grew up in a small community, southeastern Minnesota, uh, small graduating class. My family was poor white trash. We lived in a trailer park. We were trailer park trash. My dad was out of the military. He never went to college. He took a job at a welding company doing books. We were very proud. We worked very hard. And I remember we, we went through school and dad always wanted more for me. When I got out of school, I was applying for scholarships. I had a 4.0 GPA. I was pretty smart. And I remember two thirds of the scholarships I couldn't apply for because I was a white guy. And like that was before they coined the term white privilege. And I'm like, wait a second. So if I'm a black guy, my great grandma was Iroquois Indian, so I can leverage that. But I can't even apply for two thirds of the scholarships because I'm a white dude. And it was funny. I actually wrote to the college that like, where's the United White Guy College Fund? Because I see the United <laughs> Negro College Fund. And, and it was interesting because, I mean, that was 30 years ago. And now it's gotten worse. And they wonder why there is an audience for heterosexual white males that are disenfranchised. And like, this is bullshit. I mean, it's like that stuff going on with law schools. They're going to mm -hmm. overturn affirmative action and they're going to throw out the LSAT so they can make more diversity. And, and here's, how, here's how shallow our people are. They think white people started in America. Right. You know what? How about going back in my history? And look what my family went through when they starved us out of Ireland and yep. threw us here. Look back at the cartoons of Irish people uh, in the 17 and in the 1800s in the United States. And look at the caricatures, what they make us out to be animals. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it, this is all ridiculous and it's all coming from cultural Marxists that we need to disregard. It, the, even having the conversation, they win. Even right. when we talk about it, they win. Absolutely. That's why I usually don't. And, and you know, I was thinking earlier on, Jason, I wasn't, I wasn't getting upset with you, man. I, I, it's just something that good. I'm sitting here and I've been doing this so long that, you know, this last four years, five years has been so revealing to me, to a lot of us, you know, that, that before that, you might as well have called me a neocon before that. I was gung-ho. I was wearing a military uniform. I was ready to go, man, the whole time. And then Trump came and I started looking at this differently and I started thinking, here's the thing, it, it, it's once you see the puppet strings, you can never unsee them again. That's yep. right, that's right. And, and, and that's, the, that's the part that sucks. It's like 
when you DeSantis is a good example, and so is Tim Scott. Once you see somebody using sound bites and being trained into how to talk, mm-hmm. you can never take them serious again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, I, Tim Scott was on yesterday on the Sunday shows. So, and it's like it's like somebody trained him to do that. He's like a freaking puppet. You yeah, know, him and Trey Gowdy, him and Roosterhead. Yeah. yeah. And Trey Trey has been trying to get him to run for president. Sure, it's uh, his best friend. Right? Yeah, he's his best friend. So, you know, um, I didn't watch the video, but they were talking about him. Uh, we need a strong leader or something like that. And I guess that they were trying to uh, move away from Donald Trump to somebody else. Of but course, they were talking about uh, needing needing uh, needing a strong leader. But in needing a strong leader, ladies and gentlemen, we we want you to stop buying uh, Amazon. We need you to stop buying Walmart because your money is going toward the liberal agenda, whether you believe it or not. People that hate you, you are you are paying for the boot that's on your neck. Think about that. You are paying for that. You're paying for the discrimination Jason was just talking about. Exactly. And yes, there is a way around it. It's called mammoth. You work hard for your money. You try not to spend it on stuff you don't like, right? But are the businesses you shop with sending their profits to liberal causes that you would never support? You don't have to spend your money with them anymore. Mammoth Nation created an easy way to make sure the brands you shop from also love America. We vetted your favorite companies, made sure they love freedom, and put them in one spot for you with discounts. Join Mammoth Nation, conservative values, conservative products for good folks like you. Now is Len Kurkowski. He is a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of State in the Trump administration, and he is Jewish. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining CNN this morning, sir. Oh, he's Jewish. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So why? Why would he do it? Well, you're asking me to uh, to, you know, to to get into his thinking, but um, what I what I can do is um, I can give you my perspective, which which is unique, I think. Uh, you mentioned that I worked for the Trump administration. I did, and I'm proud of our record on many issues, including issues related to the uh, Jewish community and uh, and the Jewish state of Israel. Uh, I, I am also a refugee from the Soviet Union and a grandson of Holocaust survivors. Um, so I, I experienced uh, systemic anti-Semitism directly and personally, which is why my family sought refuge in the United States. So, you know, I, I, I can tell an anti-Semite when I hear one. Uh, and I can tell you with confidence that President Trump is not an anti-Semite. He also has this very strong record on issues uh, that concern the Jewish community. I mean, we can start with any number of things like uh, making it tougher to discriminate against Jewish students and college <laughs> Sir, I understand that, but can we talk about Nick Fuentes, please? Uh, he's mad. Do you think it was well, wrong I mean, we, we, for we the former president the to meet with Nick Do you think it was wrong for the former president to meet with Nick Fuentes? He didn't no. meet with him. So from, from what I understand, um, President Trump said he didn't know Nick Fuentes was coming, and Nick Fuentes himself, from what I understand, said President Trump had no idea who he was at the dinner. So uh, I, I look, l- let's just let's just call Nick Fuentes for who he is. He's an anti-Semite. He's repulsive. His views are disgusting, and uh, no no one of any substance should give him any forum. It's frankly beneath President Trump to meet with him, of I, course. Okay, so you, you're saying it was wrong for him to meet with him. 
<laughs> Can well, I get a soundbite? He didn't know he was coming, but it's it's never a good idea to give anti-Semites a forum. And what about Kanye West? He knew Kanye West was coming. Kanye West has certainly made many anti-Semitic outbursts and statements, especially as recently as a, a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I think Kanye West uh, sounds a lot like Louis Farrakhan and, uh, uh, you know, President Trump. I wish he wouldn't have met with either one of them, frankly. Uh, I, I think, but, you know, if we're going to talk about um, mainstreaming of anti-Semitism, I think we have to be fair. You know, if we're going to make Trump repudiate uh, Kanye or, or a uh -oh. sidekick, I think we have to look at uh, anti-Semitism in the halls of Congress from uh, oh. Rashida Tlaib, from Elon Omar, from the Rashida Tlaib, they are not president of the United States. Come on, Donnie. Donnie. He's a former president of the United States. He met with an anti-Semite. So can we stick to the former president and not do whataboutism? We can talk about those oh, other people when there are issues. Man. But there aren't issues right now. So do you think it was, do you, don't you think the former president- Just say no. Considering what is happening, the investigation at Mar-a-Lago, the documents, the types of people who might have access have to, do to classified with documents. The beyond the anti-Semitism. I can't believe women haven't interrupted him yet. You don't think the former president should know who he's meeting with and he's he letting wouldn't. into his home? Well, I, I will give you that. Yes, of course, he should know who he's meeting with. He did meet with Kanye, and uh, but it sounds like you're making excuses for him. Kanye. You're saying he should know who he's meeting with, but then you're saying, well, he didn't know. It sounds like you're making excuses for him, and there's no excuse for well, bad behavior. No, there's no, no excuse for anti-Semitism, and there's no excuse for being the former president and not knowing who you're allowing into a place where you have kept classified documents. Yes. Don, Don, I would I, I would I would appreciate if you didn't put words in my mouth. Here here's Whoa. what I'm concerned with. As a grandchild of Holocaust survivors, I'm concerned with the mainstreaming of anti-Semitism wherever it comes from. And I I I condemn Kanye's anti-Semitism and I condemn Do you condemn the former president for meeting with anti-Semites? No. Sir, sir, I you know I You I said you condemn anti-Semitism and the mainstreaming of anti-Semitism. Do you condemn the former president yeah. for yeah. meeting with anti-Semites, for entertaining anti-Semites and anti-Semitism? Let, let me just explain it to you this way, sir. I know the president is not an anti-Semite. He does not need to apologize. I'm not asking you if he's an anti-Semite. I'm asking you if you else. entertain, do you condemn him for entertaining no, and meeting no. with anti-Semites? Yeah, no, it's a yeah, very yeah. simple question. Well, no. I'm trying to give you an answer that it's a uh, yes I wish or no. you wouldn't have met with him. It's a Just yes or no. no brother. Uh, I didn't realize I was on a witness stand here, Don. Um, <laughs> look, I'm trying to have a substantive conversation about a real issue like anti-Semitism, and you're, you're trying to make it all about Trump. It's not about well, Trump. Well, it is about it's Trump. About, we're, about, it's, we're talking, sir. We're talking about the former Ladies are letting them hang. They ain't even saying nothing. Meeting with an anti-Semite. Ladies and gentlemen, that, look, Don Lemon isn't getting the answer that he wants. And I mean, look, I understand his little panties are in a bunch. But <laughs> bottom line here is this, and don't lose sight of this. Don't lose sight of this, no matter how they're talking about it. He, Donald Trump, knew he was going to have a meeting with Kanye West. 
Period. Kanye West asked him to have a meeting. Yeah. Period. Period. Now, Kanye decided that he was going to bring Nick Fuentes. Now, somebody, and I think it was Milo, and I tell you why I think it was Milo, Jason, is because I'm in a Telegram group that they're all in. Oh, really? Yes. So I can see, again, Nick is, let's see, my head would probably be on the chopping block for Sanders. Nick is brilliant in the way that he talks and how he express, and he has an audience. Uh, uh, and again, I've talked to him myself. If he was anti-Semite or, or if he was racist or whatnot, and that's something I've always said. Racist people don't hang around people that they hate. Right. They don't do it. Okay? If Donald Trump was anti-Semite, if Donald Trump was anti-Semitic, he would have never moved to capital or um, uh, capital to Jerusalem. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? He never would have did it. His I name, his name is on it. I'm pretty sure that guy there is the guy that steered him toward doing that. Yeah. Well, Hutch hit the nail on the head. The simple answer is, should you condemn Donald Trump for meeting with an anti-Semite? Answer is no. He's an American citizen who has an opinion. Right. And even if I knew he was showing up and I wanted to talk to him and be like, brother, what's going on? How, yeah. Why do you have these values? How the heck is that bad? Right. Well, like, like he, now, if he it's came out. It's not like Donald like, Trump went to his house. Well, exactly. even if he did. Even if he did, like yeah. if Donald Trump is going to endorse Nick Fuentes' ideas, that's horrible and despicable. And Donald Trump yeah. would never do that. Right. But part of ruling the country or, or leading the country is talking to people with different opinions and different viewpoints exactly. and finding out. And honestly, if the Biden DOJ wants to say white supremacy is the biggest problem in the country, which they keep saying, then wouldn't it make sense to meet with some of those folks and like, what's your beef? Like, where did this come from? How did the, how does this exist? And understanding those people, if you, but I mean, we all know it's bullshit. But well, I think you answered you answered it at the beginning of the show when you said that we don't have a free press. Right. You, you've got you've got enemies in the press. You've got Breitbart that took the exact same view as Don Lemon. Right. So I did. You so know, I did. and and you've got that. So you, I hate to do this, but you got to play three D chess sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be looking around and like, all right, what is going to be the reaction and the second reaction and the third reaction if I do this? Right. Now, yeah. I would say Trump got ambushed. I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what to me what happened. That, that's what yeah. I see. Kanye that's West right. went there and asked him to be his freaking running mate. Yep. Are and you then, kidding? And then and then came out and said, I'm running for president. And by the way, he yelled at me and he cursed at me. And, and and here, you know, look, look, look at this screenshot. You know, it's right here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Breitbart, Breitbart will publish that. Yeah, no problem. Sure yep. You um, know, it's it's kind yeah. of entertaining what different ways they try to come after Trump, though. Like they just keep inventing new shit to come after <laughs> Trump. And think of that. Like the real stuff they tried to stick on him when he made the grab him by the cuckoo comment and things like that, or all failed business. Like none of the real stuff sticks. So, like, the only thing they have left, like Russian collusion or bounties on Afghanistan or, you know, now the Nick Fuentes thing, like, they have nothing on the guy. Right. And if they had anything substantive, they wouldn't have to invent this bullshit. So, yeah, I mean, he met he met with um, 
Kim Jong-un too. Right. You know, I mean, and Kim Jong-un is in charge of a company. Um, country. All, the, all the federal right. federal prisoners he met with. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean. I mean, hell, he got out on the streets of Detroit and walked them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, and let's not forget, let's not forget where that um, grab him by the hoochie came from. That was from the Bush family. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, he really said that. He didn't say it the way they said he said it. Exactly. Right. He was right. talking and about groupies, and he's right. I and think he's that right. actually had a thread of truth. There's a, yeah. th- there's oh, a yeah. song about it. There's yeah. a song right. about it. Yeah. Grand Funk Railroad did a right. song about it. We're an American band. Go listen right. to the lyrics of that show, of that and, song. It's true. And right. that's why, and that's why um, for, I, I don't know, for months, months after he said it, I kept trying to correct the media because the media and the Democrats and the comedians and went the women on the view and everything yeah. else. Oh, he grabs them, yeah. but he never said he did it. He said they right. let, he told you to drink bleach. <laughs> Even though he never used the word drink or yeah. bleach no. in the entire no. press conference. They're dishonest as hell, man. I mean, they, yeah. they ought to be out of business. Yeah, that look, ladies and gentlemen, there are such things as groupies. There are, and yeah. those groupies do hang around the show afterwards, <laughs> after the show. Yes, and there have been many a movie that showed that the same women are laid up with the rockers and stuff. They don't know them, but they they're laid up with him the night um, with people the night after, and then they wake up the next morning and like get the hell out. So I mean, <laughs> it happens. Oh no! Wait, wait, hold it. I gotta tell you, clarify I, that you said groupies hanging around after the show. I'm like, is that what Wayne does at one o'clock? Like, no yeah, wonder right. we never hear from hey, him for a couple hey, hours. Hey, Hutch, it's seven o'clock. I'm like, now get. <laughs> we had we had we had celebrity groupies <laughs> trying to yeah. set up. We're trying to set our booth up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you don't talk to me anymore, dude. I'm yeah, trying sure to set it. this yep. up. We're late. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you are big now. You you can't shake anybody's hand. Yeah. We're late. We're trying to put up the banner. <laughs> you know, we have some interviews to do, and and I mean, it just makes you mad, man. Um, yeah. Either way, either way, um, you know, they keep on going after him. Keep on going after him. Keep keep on showing your your stupidity. Uh, but you're right about. You're right about the you're right about the Breitbart thing because I wrote a uh, I wrote something about them and how they covered it over the weekend, and I kept Jason I kept like fumbling with the headline because I wanted to hit them hard. I was going far right Breitbart. <laughs> no 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 I can't do that. Alt right Breitbart. No 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 I can't do that. I wanted to go hard at him because I was like, if you're going to take that tag against him, so are you just saying, and I I, I know many people out here watching it right now are probably saying, so you just want President Trump to meet with people on the right? Yes. Is that it? Is that all? Because you can't win a country, Ron DeSantis. You can't win a country by just one side. You can't do it. Donald Trump brought, brought over independents. He brought over Democrats. Democrats at a record, a record alarming amount were switching parties to join the MAGA train in 2016. Say I'm lying. The, the, the proof is there. 
the proof is there. Democrats switched. Okay. Donald it, Trump me, could invite, invite Antifa in to have lunch and say, guys, what's your deal? What's your problem? Yeah, How do we yeah. make this right? Yeah, he, he should and invite them and he should lock them up. Yeah, yeah. Well, he needs yeah, to lock yeah. them up, but you know, he can't do that right now. But I'm saying as a country, there's such a political divide to try to call out a president for trying to have conversations. It's ridiculous. Designate him ter- designate him terrorists. I would have right. did it. I would have um, that's what they are. How did how did those uh New York police get a whole lot of those criminals? They um they sent out notices that um free drawing and the, <laughs> when they got in there, you know, they had the juice and the stuff. Hey, we got good news and bad news. <laughs> the food is free. And the doors are locked. Right. What's the bad news, homie? All of y'all are arrested. Right. <laughs> you know, just something to keep in mind, though, folks, because I really want to win because if we don't, our country's gone, man. I mean, it, it, this is like the last chance. Just remember this. We got to do this in more than one direction. Trump's going to get the votes, but the votes don't mean nothing. It's the ballots. Yep. Right. I mean, we had the votes in 2020 and they right. stole it right in front of our face and nobody did a damn thing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to figure out how to do this. And I, I'm not sure. I'm not the guy with the answer. I'm just presenting the problem. Scott Pressler. Whatever the case may be, we got to do something different. We start a super PAC. We put uh, Scott um, Pressler in charge, and he sets up a, a nationwide network of people registering Republican voters. And here's yeah, but it's not the voters. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's the it, it's not the votes. It's the ballots. It's right. The people but what I'm saying is, what he did in Florida, and that's part of why DeSantis won, is he went door to door and he registered Republican voters. Something mm-hmm. in DeSantis's favor. DeSantis is why DeSantis won. DeSantis right. fixed the election problems in Florida. Right. And that's yeah, what he, we got to figure out a way to do. And there's going to be states. You're never going to do that in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's in the laws column. Something something else about Florida that nobody wants to talk about. The Democrats didn't come out to vote. Right. The Democrats didn't come out to vote in in this election. The whole entire vote was down. Even though DeSantis won by a large amount, the whole election was down. It wasn't a record like Georgia. Right. They the vote was down in Florida. DeSantis just won a, a huge amount because a whole lot of Democrats, like they we saw said, the writing, they saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't yeah. see. I, that's why I got so mad about all that money going to him. Me too. From right. the governors' association. So why don't you help somebody out that's floundering? If I was because, because they didn't I'm, want him to win. Honestly, to tell you the truth, um, how many times was Presley in Pennsylvania? I think he came. That's the guy that did the cleanups, right? Yeah, yeah and he did and something Boston. there. So he did some kind of cleanup in Philadelphia, I think. See, see, the thing is, um, he might have came to Pittsburgh too. Is I got to say, if you look at his registration record in Florida, he was a huge part of it. And I mean, his Twitter timeline—he was tracking it all and keeping people engaged. But we've got to find a way. What if he went into the African American communities in some of these areas? And actually got African Americans to register and explain things. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, what else are we going to do? We can't just sit here bitching about it. Like, no, we got to get in the count room. That's what I said on, before yeah. this election. Yeah. We right. got to get in the count room. We got to stop them physically. Stop them from doing this think, shit. What I think is, and I mean, look, God bless him for doing what he's doing. I think that he should be helping people um, get elected 
to um, council seats and different things like that so they can right. fix the ballot situation. Um, because if that's not fixed, uh, again, you can sign as many, I mean, what, on the Democrats have been doing it for years. John Smith, Rodney Ripperton, you know. This, they, this is why I can't get past 2020. Yeah. President Donald Trump got more votes than any American in any election in freaking country's history. Right. And he lost. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. We got it. We have to fix the broken stuff, and the broken stuff is the criminals at the county level. You know, here's the problem, though. You guys were both in the military. So you're on the battlefield. People are fucking shooting at you. And you would like to, like, I wish we had all this stuff. We're not going to get the election fixed by 2024. Like, like, I don't think it's healthy to talk about, like, in the current situation and say, how do we win under these rules? Because we should have, but we should have, but we didn't. Right. But but that's what we have been arguing about over the last two years. What are y'all doing? Right. You're not doing anything. We I no. mean you should have came out uh is, January seventh and said, uh, okay, now we're going straight here. We're going we're we, we need this, we need that, we need that. You need, but the RNC didn't do it. Why? Because we go back to but the RNC is not in business of, of fixing it. And they don't want it fixed. The RNC is making money, man. They made more money than they ever made before. Yeah. They don't want anything to change. Right. Why Why would they? The same way with the whole party. The whole Republican Party is the same way. The day after the election, from my Republican County, Allegheny County Republican Committee, I got an invitation to the freaking Christmas party. <laughs> the day after the election. That's how much they care. They congratulated everybody for what a great job you did for all our success. What success? Yeah. We lost the Senate. We lost the, gover- the governor's office. What do you mean? You know what? Y'all talked about it really. I, y'all talked about it right after this election is uh, we need to get into the ballot harvesting. Yep. Um, we need if to that's get what into, it takes, that's what we got to do. We need to get into the early voting instead of, um, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Scott can add ballot harvesting and um, collecting early voting. You yeah. Know, the, I mean, the other thing know, we got to do is starve the Republican machine. Yeah. We got to start that, that. The RNC is not our friend. Right. They're not. And, and I'm going to give you a couple big names that aren't our friend either. Christy Nome. Uh, what's the other one's name? Uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, Rick Scott. These people are all being set up both mics, Pence and Pompeo. These are all people that are against MAGA. Anybody that goes against Trump is against MAGA right yep. now. That's the only way they're getting funded. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with you. You know, and, and I mean, it, it, that might sound like like I'm worshiping somebody. I'm not, man. I'm just I'm just awake. Christy Nome, God bless her. Um, Christy. Um, Gorgeous. I know. She is. And that's why she won't be president of the United States, because uh, Democrats don't like gorgeous <laughs> they don't. I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, they. <laughs> they Democrats do don't like ugliest, women. Some of the ugliest it, women on the planet. I'm sorry. I was gonna say it's a funny like dichotomy where you get a liberal woman with like not very attractive, and then you get the hot conservative women. It's. I was I was stunned the first time I started going to conservative events. Yeah. I was like, Damn. yeah, no, yeah. It was like it was like Friday night. Um, <laughs> Dressed to the nines, night, yeah. but it was like. Jesus. <laughs> oh. All ages too, boy. 
<laughs> you know, here's the thing, though. If you go back to conservative values, there was a time where as a man, you had to work hard to get a woman. So you made yourself better. And the woman, in turn, wanted to compete for the best men. So they made themselves better, you know, and and it became this competition. And that's why liberal women like they're easy. And a lot of times they, you know, lower moral values and floozies or whatnot like, armpits and whatnot yeah they don't have to like they'll just give it up and that's why guys are with them and they lower each other's standards and that's why they don't always take care of themselves beautiful beautiful ball breaker um <laughs> oh it <laughs> smell them coming <laughs> no but um yeah with the man oh yeah man you brought it you brought a christy known um uh, she's but, a good one too. She's smart, man. She, but then again, she's paid for it though. The Dems so, sometimes there are anomalies. Now I know y'all don't like AOC. Well, I know a lot of people don't like AOC. You know, but sometimes, sometimes I mean, like if she keeps her mouth shut and she just uh, <laughs> cleans up, she's pretty. If she That's keeps her mouth, her. but just as soon as she opens up her mouth, that ugliness just. just Spews all everywhere. It's like, oh man, damn! What? I, I look, check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check. I look. Did you see that Elon Musk AOC video that was going around Twitter where somebody? I had didn't see it, together? but I heard about it. What was oh it my about? god, it's the funniest thing ever. So oh, yeah, god. it's uh, they clipped AOC and uh, Elon from different interviews, like flirting with each other. I'll send you the link. You'll have to put an article up on uh, on your website. It was Come on, awesome. Elon. At Hutch Bailey Jr. Come on, <laughs> flip that switch, brother. I got it. I got it. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, again, she. I mean, yeah, as long as long as her mouth is closed, she, she's cute. Um, th- um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the this is the uh, Elon Musk. <laughs> I apologize. That was perfect. I'm breaking all the rules. I'm breaking all the rules. Well, I guess uh, we might make some mistakes. Who knows? <laughs> I think one of the biggest problems we have in D.C. is that everyone's egos are too big. I actually just prefer to have no titles at all. <laughs> You're opening yourself up. I'm just being me. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she got some teeth, boy. I know, I know. Oh I, them God. teeth ruined her for me, boy. Them teeth I know, I know. That's what I said. Is I know, as long as her mouth is closed, she's cute. Yeah, okay. okay. I, oh, my God. I know. She got some big old She should have went to the orthodontist. <laughs> I think she dentist, did. Don't you know? <laughs> I think she did a couple of times. Oh. Jesus. That was a good movie. Um. That was a great movie. Excellent video editing, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. You would have thought that was like a real thing. You know, and that's that's something <laughs> that is something about um that's something about the people that are on social media. You have a lot of smart people on social media. You have a lot of smart people on social media that can do the memes, video memes, and their quick wit and stuff. Just imagine if they were uh in R- I mean, if the RNC was different, you know, Mike Lindell wants to be the uh, chairman. I saw that. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So stay away from it, Mike. Change it to the My Pillow Party. Um, <laughs> China, China, uh, Iran signed a deal with the Shanghai Corporation thing. Uh, so, um, you know, they're doing something over there. There's a big out. There's a big uh, yeah. How about the Chinese? On. The white paper right now. Oh man, yeah. I'm telling you, they they had a building, an apartment building that caught fire. And the story goes that the doors were locked from the outside due to the COVID restrictions, and 40 people died in that fire. Oh. And now there's people raising up all over the country. Yeah. yeah I don't know right. if it's all over the country. It's all over the province that it happened in. Right. And uh, they're calling for G and the CCP to drop. This might be it. This might be it. That country is uh, not very stable. Right. Yeah, but that army, that army... Tomorrow, 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 you might not see the way on the street. That, yeah, you're right. It's possible. It's possible. Well, and let's just say, too, everybody on Twitter, social media with the Ukraine flag in their bio, they, they should have an anti-Chinese tweet today. Every single one of those guys should be putting a little click on there going, come on, China, let's be free. You won't even see them mention it. They're not even doing it with Iran. Right. And the Iranian soccer team, the first <laughs> The first match they had, they didn't sing the national anthem. Right. Th- th- then they had a meeting. Then the second <laughs> match they had, they sang the national anthem. <laughs> right. There was one fewer player. There wasn't any. But... Everybody wasn't there. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Bob's back at the hotel. He didn't feel too good. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you see this? This is your family. We have. <laughs> you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Elon Musk. I mean, Twitter there for a second, because um, there's a lot of people, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of people that um, are being shadow banned still on Twitter. They're still being shadow banned. Um, people that aren't even on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I know, I know he's talking about amnesty and letting people that were banned to get back on, but this is like the 2020 election. If you don't fix the situation, if you allow things to just stay the way they are, then you're only count. You're only compounding the problem. Now, if I mean, look, if he wants, to, I mean, it's it's his baby. It's his baby now. He's in charge. As a matter of fact, he's starting to scare me a little bit because I'm starting to feel like an, like if I say the wrong thing, I'm gonna get kicked off. <laughs> I, I I almost feel like he's my boss. Way. I'm I'm I'm, I'm he not hates playing soccer. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I had on, I got screenshots of a video of the U.S. playing uh, uh, the soccer, the World Cup, and I put it up on Twitter like I always do. Uh, man, they locked me out of my account twice. Why? Because they said that it was um, copyright. So to give a little color to that, if you post longer than six second clips of something like that on social media platform, it could actually be a copyright violation. Kind of like how your website got pinged for an image before. That is actually a thing. So but I I never got that in about even though they shadow banned me and, and, and did all that, they never got me for that like that. And they got me twice. Uh, under the, the thing is, um, if you if this is the way you're going, Elon, and he's not even answering people about the shadow man stuff, 
he's answering other things and everything. Well, hey, I understand that that's your baby. But let me throw this out there too. For all of you that are conservative minded, he's destroying conservative platforms. Elon Musk right now is literally destroying conservative platforms. Why? Because uh, he wants to show that he has more users in an advertising way. So he's letting people back on conservatives that were kicked off. He's letting them back on. They will come back on and they will start tweeting. That will be their main platform. They won't go back to uh, the other. Getter. They won't go back to truth social. They won't go back to parlor. They won't go back to Club. in essence. He is killing conservative platforms. Now th- think of that, how you want to think about it. But the way, the way I thought about it is uh, because sooner or later, Apple's going to, I I just read on here, Apple um, is removing their advertisements from Twitter. Yep. Sooner or later, they're going to remove Twitter from um, the, app store. the app store. Now, Elon said, okay, well, I'm just going to come up with a new phone. Okay. Um, you're going to get conservative sales. That's it. You know, well, you're going to get trolls too, but you know, you're going to get conservative sales. <laughs> you might get anti-Semitic sales and, and stuff like that. But, um, be, but just, just my question to you before, before we roll out, he's putting those polls on Twitter. He's running it like a democracy. He's running it like a democracy. We have said many times that this is, that the United States is not a democracy, it's a republic. Mob rule is democracy. He's running Twitter like a democracy. And he is making enemies uh, for whatever instead of, and he's trying to force it. Look, we all need to talk. True. We all need to talk. We need to have a, we need to have that space where we can talk ideas. True. You're not going to do it on Twitter. You're not going to do it on Facebook. Okay. You know, the only way, the only way for you, the only, Elon, the only way for you to do that is you need to uh, get in your plane like Donald Trump and start going around the cities and stuff and um, uh, holding forums and stuff and let people talk. You know, in the meantime, though, I think what he found out, and this might have been the reason he did it in the first place, you found out that Twitter wasn't completely filled with leftists when he had the polls. I mean, the polls, he's looking at that now going, oh, over 50% of people want Trump back on here. Nobody would have said that. I would have never thought that. I would have thought he overwhelmingly, after they kicked most conservatives off of the platform, I would have thought it was uh, overwhelmingly leftists. And it was here's the everybody's convinced us that there's more of them, the crazy lefties, than there are That's of true. us. The fact is there's not. No. There are more of us than them. There are more good, hardworking, God-loving people in this country. What do they and, have? They have this. Right. That's what Yeah, I have. mean, they've got the press. And that's why the press is the single biggest thing. And the press, the media, the institutions. And you know, Elon, there's plenty of things to be critical about. I will give him a ton of credit because he's trying. And I think, you know, that's where like Dave Rubin with locals and 
you know, Getter, Rumble that we're on. Like, it's great to see people trying. And I'm very hesitant to be critical about those people because they're not going to get it right all the time. But somebody's doing something. And like Rumble, there's tons of things you can say about the platform. I freaking love what Rumble's doing. Like, they're great. They have the right values. They're doing all the right things. <laughs> got thrown off of YouTube, too. So YouTube, <laughs> Rumble is a good deal. Well, but yeah, you know but... What, you know, but you know what? So, um, because uh, somebody uh, responded to me on uh, Twitter earlier this morning. You know, you got to give them a chance. Yeah, you give them a chance. But you also have to add something in there along with giving them a chance. You got to right. hold them accountable. And... And that's what has been missing from our lawmakers. They've been given a chance. They've been given a blank check for years without accountability. You can't, I mean, you can't give Elon Musk just a blank check and just say, every time he does something, he's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Because sooner or later, he's going to come around. It's almost like what Kanye West did with the last election. Oh, yeah, Trump is this, Trump is that. Yeah, yeah Kanye, Kanye. And then all of a sudden, you're like, people on I mean, the conservative movement tricked me. What? Yeah. What did he say? What? And you know, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. You can't give anybody these days a blank check. And that's why we said June 2nd, we're gonna be on the people in DC. We gonna and man, we're gonna be on you like like crap on like like stink on crap. I'm telling you, if I see you step out of line, I I tweeted this out. If y'all big enough to 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 um steal money. Uh, with these um, inside trading things, then y'all are big enough to be held accountable for every decision that you make. And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, along that lines, along that, you know, two people come to my mind immediately. One is Senator Menendez from New Jersey, and the other one is Maxine Waters oh, yeah. from California. These yeah. people get caught doing crimes every freaking year, every day. and nothing ever happens to them. Nope. Right. You people in the judiciary are horrible, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why why, why your name a judiciary if you ain't doing nothing? I know. Well, no, no, you, no. You, you let the election go. They prosecute Republicans. <laughs> but you know, I I know. And, and but look, how does an election get stolen like that? And not one court, not one court in the Every, country, yeah, says anything about it. We lose Arizona. How we? How do we win again? Gary Lake was up so far. I don't care what anybody says. But but I, I, um, yeah yeah, but uh, but it's not just the court. No, you're right. It's the, you're whole, trying to it's tell the whole institution. Me, you're trying to tell me that all law, all lawyers are liberal. That no. one conservative lawyer didn't couldn't bring anything up at all after the election. One. I know. One conservative lawyer. I said, okay, all right, all right. And then you go back, you go to the fallback. Well, George Soros put in all these uh, states' attorney generals and and secretaries of state. Yeah, but George Soros is still walking around free. Yeah. They're going to be blaming him even after he's dead, man. You watch. He's got sons. Don't worry. That's where I think there's a big turn in the Republican movement, at least the MAGA wing of it, that we're just going to fight by their rules. That's one of the biggest lessons Donald Trump taught us. He just stood up and the first thing he said is, y'all are fake news, I'm not talking to you. You know what I mean? Literally. And when people are worried about these folks not covering like Breitbart, his announcement party, look at that guest list. It was every pro-MAGA conservative influencer, not every, but a lot of them. Yeah, He's right. gonna go to the people. I bet he's gonna announce here in the next couple months, 
he's going to start doing podcasts. Like I, I think we'll see him on Joe Rogan. I can see him doing some outreach to the African American community. Rogan and he's doesn't just want go directly to the people. Rogan doesn't want him on. Doesn't matter. He's not going to be able to turn it down. But I mean, here's the thing: them shutting Trump down is more dangerous. Like Fox News should let him on and let him do his interview. But by shutting him down off Fox News, it's going to force him to find another way to reach people. And that's mm-hmm. going to be even more effective. All he for, has to do, all he has to do is schedule a rally every weekend. Right. You know, I mean, and he, he always, does, he always does it right when I'm doing my radio show, man. Every time. <laughs> I swear, man, I went through a whole year of that. Uh, but sorry. <laughs> way more important to me, DJT. You go do what right. you got to do. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Wayne Free Podcast. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we are here from 12 to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We hope that you um, we hope that you learned something. We hope that we kind of move something in, in the seat of your pants. Um, if you you know if you are running for a local seat or whatnot, give us a shout out. Send an email to Wayne at WayneDupree.com or wdshow at yahoo.com send a send us a, um an email and let us know so that we can promote that and um uh you know see if we can get some help to you and whatnot from there uh, you know uh oh yeah um don't forget to check out mypillar.com forward slash uh wayne you got so many you gotta send me a list yeah, promo. Send me a list of them things. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, promo code Wayne. Go eight hundred three zero eight one two nine nine. Christmas is coming up. Uh, uh, my pillow has so many products, so many new products out there. And if you think, if you look around, and you see yourself, and you say, "Well, I already have enough of my products or um, my pillow products." Think about your family. Think about your family. Think about your friends. At least buy five things from from my pillow. Wrap them up and give them to your friends. Make sure it's the. Make sure one of those five things is the towels. I was going to say, I'm, make sure it's a towel. That's I'm going to tell you, this is a true story. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I certainly did. I my am. whole family was around me, and believe it or not, one of the topics of discussions was the towels I gave for Christmas last year. Wow. Honest to God. I, I, yeah, man, I was up there, and well, every time Anthony's taking a shower, I can tell. He said, "Yeah, it's one of my pillow sh- uh, towels." <laughs> yeah, it's like I gotta say, it might be sacrilege. Great. I think the towels might be better than the pillows. Like I've, uh, yeah, I've I think towels rock, man. Yeah. They rock, yeah. yeah. Especially if it's a little chilly when you get out of the shower. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, or out in the pool, or out in the ocean, whatever. I'll tell you, it's uh, first those time, towels are good. First I'm time, I knew Susan Mayfield doesn't like Mike Lindell. Thanks for watching the show, though, Susan. We appreciate yeah. it. Wow. Well, I mean, the first, the first, the first time I tried one of those um, towels, I knew it was a winner because it dried after I wiped my wiped my right. arm. And, and just a just a, note, a, a right. note to a note to veterans, because Wayne and I are veterans. Those those Army and Air Force towels that the water just runs off. Once you use those, and you use one of these, man, you know you got a good towel. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let me get uh, Jason, last thoughts. All right, uh, hey, two things, guys. Uh, thing one, like, comment, share. The only way the Wayne Dupree Army defeats big tech is when you help get the word out. And one of the easiest things you can do, it doesn't take any time, doesn't cost any money, like, comment, share. 
Second thing, I need your help, guys. I'm trying to get Wayne to go more no tie days. I worked in corporate <laughs> America for 25 years. I had to wear a tie all the time. And since I've been on the show, I'm like, I got to get more ties. So if you'd like commenting and sharing, one of your comments could be, hey, Wayne, we like how you look without a tie. So do me a favor. I think we can get a little groundswell movement on the no tie thing. But uh, but help me out on that. Uh, and thanks a lot. I'd like to thank Wayne and Hutch uh, for having me on again. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. And we look forward to talking to you tomorrow. All right, so it's going to be a, a, a two-question poll. Uh, the, the second poll will be, I think that we need suit sport coats. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> Terry Bowman, no ties. I love you, Terry. <laughs> just, just a quick note to, to Susan. Uh, man, these things are awesome. <laughs> my, pillow, my pillow right there. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Looking forward to the Christmas season. And um, I did, I did want to put this up here. Uh, don't forget to support us at uh, gibsongo.com forward slash Wayne Dupree Show. Make sure that you check us out. Um, what I have been doing is uh, for those that give, um, I do, um, I do include uh, a, a, a month or two of free. Um, free membership at waynedupree.com so uh and that's you get a login you get a password you can go on there and there's uh little little to no ads but you also get the vip articles no problem uh you get the comment section and you get this to, to uh you get to see uh real talk real real commentary opinions uh, y'all ignorant oh damn <laughs> susan really? seems nice i wonder Did if she'd be on the show like if you're courageous enough to say that stuff, do you want to come on here and actually have a substantive conversation to correct yes. where we're misinformed? You're uh, a racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we gotta go. We'll see you tomorrow at twelve o'clock. Susan, we'll see you at twelve tomorrow. We'll see you.